Hey, are you looking to buy or sell real estate? You've got questions. We've got answers. Welcome to the show. It's going to be great. Featuring Matt and Jen from Home Team for You. And now, without further ado, it's Matt and Jen. Thanks, Jacob. All right. Ready? Yeah. Born. Y'all ready? Born ready? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, today in studio, we have uh, Bill Grindy. Hello. And Ken Weaver. Hello. Are you both newbies? No. Uh, no. no. I have done this yeah, before. Done Bill uh, has been on the podcast before, and some of you may recognize Ken's voice from one of our very <laughs> first episodes when we did a prank call. Yes. Yes, so. I was a victim. That was phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> he claims he's never been on the podcast, but we know better. Yeah, yeah. No, this is my maiden voyage, being in the studio. So which prank call were you? Who? What was the... What was the shtick? It was Katie. Oh, and that was the it horse was, one? And was I was on vacation in the North Woods, <laughs> enjoying the nice family time. And you got a call asking for somebody was a, a late water frontage. And a they, wanted, they wanted to be able to have horses, horses. on a lake. Mm-hmm. In they County. were from California. Yes. Can. 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 What I'm looking for. <laughs> I said, okay, this will be fun. <laughs> I feel like we should prank Katie now. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, oh that would be funny. She's in Texas, so who can do a Texas accent? Oh, that, that ain't hard at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should so do All it. right, that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be like, Ken, I know it's you. <laughs> Oh, I'll ask her about the caballeros. The caballeros. Yeah. Oh, that would be really funny. All right. Well, let's uh, go ahead and get started. And uh, let's see, what do we want to start with? What's your home worth now? Sure. Let's do it. All right. So when people are asking you, what is your home worth now? What do you tell them? More. I I guess I can go. Um, mm-hmm. So I bought my. Oh, are you talking about sell like actual sellers or my home? Sure. Oh, yeah. I, okay. Um, so I bought my home in 2015 in some prairie, in the Carriage Hills neighborhood. Uh, today I bought it. Then it was on the market for 87 days. I bought it for 210 thousand dollars. And it is now worth probably double. I'd have to run the comps about three forty, so double. That is what my house. No, I don't think it's double, but it's up there. It was a nice investment. Mm-hmm. So nice. real estate's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good. So how would you explain that to a client or use it as an example? Um, I I've used my example countless times, uh, and then I can use it again now for for buyers and for sellers like. Right now, for sellers, it's an easy proposition. Um, letting them know how much their home is worth and what it might be worth in the near future if the market goes down and the feds and the interest rate keep going up. So, um, it's an easy it's an easy conversation with sellers. As for buyers, it's a little tougher. Yeah, it's a little tougher because they are buying in the peak of the market, and who knows what it's going to do in the future. But if they decide to not buy now and they wait, then it will be a lot if the rates go up, which they, the Fed they said that they're yeah, going they to are. go up. It will be it'll cost them more for less house 
Correct. And then they'll yeah. also lose the equity that they would have gained if right? they just bought. Yeah, if they just keep renting and <laughs> sticking the income in the rent. Yeah, I mean, the so buy now, people. <laughs> <laughs> Their buying power will decrease every time the Fed's rate go up. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's accurate. Yeah. What about you, Mr. Ken? Uh, what is your home worth now? Let's see. We uh, just re- actually recently sold uh, our property and then we bought another one and uh we where we come in at around right around 352 and boy i'm trying to think how many years it's been let's see 22 minus 19 so two and a half years and it's probably increased i'd say by 75,000 it but we're always conservative it might be quite a bit more i'm not Is sure coming about 10 to 13 percent yeah i mean that i think last year alone it, it went up 13 yeah. 14 yeah that's what it was across dane county is about 13 percent increase last year yeah it sounds that sounds right on so yeah i can't complain about that um i wouldn't be too i think the the whole interest rates going up is a little overblown i remember the very first home i ever bought uh, I think this was 1987. That was a great school. And <laughs> that was three. <laughs> <laughs> what month was it? Because <laughs> I might not have been born yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember it was uh, nine and a quarter percent. Well, did you have a, was it a residential single family loan or was it a farm loan? Uh, that one was a single family home. Yeah. That was in an in a equally... Uh, a, a market that's similar to this because that was back in the Washington D.C. area. Oh, and uh, it makes a big difference. I yeah. think uh, being up here in Madison, I I would not be all that concerned about home when you buy. Yeah. I think any time to get in the market, the trick is getting into this market. Right. And uh, if you have somebody that knows what they're doing, they can show you how to do it. If you don't have somebody that knows what they're doing, you're going to have trouble. Hometeamforyou.com. Yep. There you go. Home team is unbelievable and guiding people that way. Mm-hmm. So values have been going up, 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 up. What uh, do you do with the naysayers that think that it's going to be a big bubble? I, I, I do believe that, that every market will have a natural correction. But anybody that's been in the Madison area and there's the resiliency. I mean, we went through an absolute uh, catastrophe back in 2008. I don't expect that to happen very often. And uh, it was amazing how the bounce back for the Madison area was, how quickly everything came back. And now, uh, boy, talk about scarcity. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's a good thing. That means you've, you've got a strong market where you're, you're owning a tangible asset that's not going anywhere soon. So invest in real estate, yo. Yeah, it beats inflation every time. Unless you have to sell, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Correct. So buy now. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that's what we did with investment properties, just buy and hold. Mm-hmm. I mean, our first one we bought at 89.9. Little house on John's. Anybody know where John's Street is? I do. Do mm-hmm. you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel so like I do. There's houses over there now. It's... Probably two thirty, two forty, two thirty to two forty. Yeah. 
So you guys 800 are, square feet. Yeah. You guys are true. One car detached. East side. Hey, we, I mean, that was a, that wasn't the house where we lived, but we, it was our first investment that we bought. Yeah, that's nice. That right there near Albert Gardens, that whole area is just that's so right. hot. Mm-hmm. If you own something there, that's that's a fantastic thing. If you want to buy there, it's a fantastic thing. Just fantastic. It's fantastic. <laughs> just like the four. Everything's fantastic. <laughs> just like the four, is that what you said? Fantastic <laughs> four. It took me a second. I'm like, the four, what is he talking oh. about? Come on, you got to keep up. Keep up. I know. Ken, be a Ken, fun Ken's already oh, starting man. his jokes. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Great. All right. Did you have anything else that you wanted to cover with that, Jacob? Um, no, I mean, I think you guys, you think you guys hit it. All right, cool. Uh, closing costs. Where do we want to go with closing costs? Do you want me to read it? Sure. Okay. I will read the uh, internet definition of closing costs. Sometimes the internet's wrong, so you guys can chew it apart. But (sighs) according to the internet, or it could be spot on, who knows? According to the internet, closing costs, closing costs are an assortment of fees, including fees charged by a lender the title company, attorneys, insurance companies, tax authorities, homeowners associations, real estate agents, and other closing settlement-related companies. These closing costs are typically paid at the time of closing a real estate transaction. Mm-hmm. So closing costs have been very different things in our real estate career. Because when we started you know, in the late 90s, almost a lot of buyers would just write their closing costs in and have them paid by the seller. It was almost every deal because you could do these 80-20 loans. People would get in for no money. The seller would pay their closing costs and it was just cheap and you could get in a house. Hmm. Now in the market we're in, we're not seeing sellers being willing to pay closing costs. Buyers have to have their own money. They have to have down payment and, and all of that stuff and the seller is not going to be kicking in as much. So it's really changed that way. Because one of the ways I know that is I've had agents ask me, well, what, what would you write in if we're going to want to ask for them? Like how much, how much would you write in for closing costs? Any ideas? As a buyer? Well, if you're writing one for a buyer. I tell them not write one in. <laughs> yeah, but the, so the lender says you have to have them. 2000 bucks. What do you think, Ken? Well, it definitely depends on on how the deal unravels. So, say a number, Ken. (laughs) (laughs) Two thousand two hundred. Oh, prices, right? Jen was looking for a number. Yeah. So the the thing is, it it totally depends on the person's loan Mm -hmm. because if they are escrowing, you have to cover the escrows and depends on the time of year because if it's later in the year, there needs to be more money in, in right. those escrows and those escrows get padded. So it can it can really fluctuate. The best thing to do is ask the lender, you know, what are you going to need to cover for those closing costs? Because they'll figure your prorations too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tax prorations. Yeah. Back in the day, we would always write in like 2500 but I just had somebody ask me a couple of days ago, and I told them to write in three thousand five hundred. But well, it depends on what the taxes are too. Yeah, it depends on the taxes in the municipality and the time of year. But figuring the time of the year was the beginning. It was like there weren't going to be that many taxes yet, but it can it can fluctuate, right? Mm-hmm. Sure can. Mm-hmm. So if you have a 
situation where closing costs have to be written in, how do you make it palatable for the seller? Go ahead, Ken. (laughs) 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 What what, What does the seller like? Well, the seller likes to to have a, as much moolah as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what we always used to do is we would write in over, we would say, okay, here's what were the prices because back in the day you would just write asking price. I know that seems crazy now because we always go over, but you would write the asking price and then you would take the 2500 tack it on the top and then that would be the price. So it looked, it, so it was net to the seller the mm-hmm. same amount. Mm-hmm. And that's how we got into trouble because you could get it to appraise for whatever you wanted to back then. And so it would appraise for more than it was worth. And uh, then people were upside down on their mortgages. Yay. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) So it's probably good that we're not, you know, doing that with closing costs anyway. Right. Probably. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What's your closing cost story, Matt? I think it's the 80-20 stuff. But it's been such a long time since we had to do those. Yeah, because, I mean, really, there used to be uh, financing that was like BC financing. And you could, I mean, you could have a 490 credit score. And you were able to, the... If you had a pulse. If you had a pulse, Mm -hmm. the lender would say, okay, I need you to get $10,000 in closing costs paid by the seller the lender would take a huge cut of that and they would, you know, get somebody to, to do the loan. Hmm. But then you'd already be underwater because you paid. But you had nice furniture. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't sound legal. <laughs> the good old days. The good old days. <laughs> the good old days. So, yeah. but nowadays we just write in closing costs and we try and get them as close to what they can be. And for some people, I mean, I, I've seen a few times that those closing costs will get through. So how often do you think buyers are writing in closing costs and how often are sellers accepting that in today's market in 2021 and 20, 2020? I mean, because I've... Mm. I think a lot of times it. you have to bump the price to cover the... Yeah, you have, to bu- you have to bump the price. You have to have a seller that's very eager mm-hmm. or not selling or something like that. So, I mean, if you had 100 offers, maybe two have closing costs paid. So if you put in an offer for like 30 grand over asking and you ask for closing costs to be covered as the buyer, seller should be able to do that, right? I mean, if if it's near the beginning of the year, it's like three grand. I mean, wouldn't you think? It all turns out to be what the net is, but it doesn't make sense from a negotiating standpoint because then it looks like well you're paying me all this extra money but you don't have enough money for your closing costs yeah yeah so it's all kind of semantics right that makes sense Mm -hmm. sweet do we want to do some jokes (laughs) sure (laughs) say something funny sure um (laughs) wait wait we should establish what kind of jokes we're doing here Mm mm-hmm Okay, so this I got a couple written down. I I shouldn't have I shouldn't have warned these guys and made it more spontaneous, but here we are. We're gonna do a dad joke off since we have three fathers on the podcast today. <laughs> Jen is gonna be our official judge. Mm. She will determine who has the best dad jokes. May the best dad win. Mm-hmm. 
Who's going? That's not really fair. She's going to tank me. <laughs> <laughs> Why would oh? I tank you? I can go ahead. She laughed. Oh, okay. So, so uh, what did the uh, baby elephant say to the dad elephant <laughs> when when they cut off his nose? Oh boy, do they have noses? What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Well, I I don't know. What'd you do that for? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> 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 All right, I got, I got one. Oh no! Why All did right. Han Solo not like his steak? Because it was chewy. Oh! <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> was Han Solo a dad? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> I never watched it. Yes. <laughs> All right, Matt. If April showers bring May flowers. What do May flowers bring? Pilgrims? <laughs> pilgrims. Real pilgrims? Mayflower? Yeah, if Ken Mayflower? already guessed it, that's not good. Oh. All right, Ken. <laughs> oh. Um, how about this one? We should do a, a try See, not to laugh. I, I, I have a new one. Show. Yeah. Is, is it? I'm supposed to, I'm up? Yeah, you're mm-hmm. up. All right. So this dad goes into a bar and uh, he sits down and there's a guy. And he's wearing this green uh, hat with, with kind of glitter on it. And, uh, and he says, hey, what are you doing? He goes, hey, I'm a leprechaun. He goes, I got some magic, magic beverage here for you. He goes, really? He goes, yeah. He goes, it's fantastic. It'll change your life. He goes, sure, I'll take it. And uh, so he hands it over to him. And he takes a big swallow. And poof, his legs are gone. And... He goes, no, no, I can't do this. I got, I got to walk around it, and so he goes, well, here, take this corrective beverage, and he takes it and he drinks it, and poof, his arms are gone. He says, oh, no, no, same scenario, and then boom, there goes his, his torso, and just sitting there is his head. It's just sitting there, <laughs> and he goes, hey, hey, please pour, pour some down my throat and, and change all this. And he says, sure, sure thing, and he pours it down his throat, and poof. So the guy with the green hat looks at all the other patrons sitting there and says, he should have quit while he was ahead. Oh, <laughs> boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> all right, I, I'll stick to the bar theme. Um, yeah. A thirsty ham sandwich walks into a bar, <laughs> and the bartender says, sorry, we don't serve food. Uh, <laughs> get it? Get, get it. it. <laughs> it's not that's good when you have to say get it. <laughs> get it. You follow me? That's, that's a dad joke. <laughs> I say that to my kids all the time. What do a tick and the Eiffel Tower have in common? What? They're both parasites. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So back in the 90s, I was uh, addicted to the hokey pokey, but then I turned myself around. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's all about. <laughs> That's what it's all about. <laughs> okay, hope oh. oh, my. <laughs> what's what's uh, the best time on the clock? 6.30, hands down. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid of the calendar. Why? Its days are numbered. <laughs> 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 
What's the least spoken language in the world? Silence. Sign language. <laughs> <laughs> why, don't ex- why do fathers take an extra pair of socks when they go golfing? In case they get a hole in one? In case they get a hole in one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I sold my vacuum the other day. It was just gathering dust. <laughs> I think Grindy would lose at the laugh contest. How do you follow Will Smith in the snow? I know this answer. You follow the Fresh Prince. <laughs> I feel like this is deja vu. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when Matt gets the questions ahead of time. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right, I'm good. Hey, you know, you know how you, uh, uh, you know how you kill a blue elephant. How do no. you kill a blue elephant again? <laughs> He's well, got a repertoire of elephant jokes. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll change it up. I'll change it up. Okay. Do you know how you kill a pink elephant? <laughs> It's still an elephant can. That's the whole point. I didn't say you had blue jokes. <laughs> well, I went with the blue one because that's the dad. Oh, okay. All right. So, but uh, I'm going right. to go with the normal uh, elephant joke. How do uh, you kill a pink elephant? I don't know. Um, well, you shoot him with a pink elephant gun. <laughs> oh, that's a punchline? No. Oh, okay. Do you know how you kill a blue how do you kill elephant? elephant? Uh, no. You hold his nose and make sure he stays blue and you shoot him with the blue elephant gun. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> That's so bad. Yeah. Why are we shooting well, At least it's a dad joke. <laughs> okay. Um, the nice death dad joke. Yes! <laughs> Why did the stadium get hot after the football game? Why? Because all the fans left. Oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, that's boy. good because you know there's a lot of dads in there. I say that one. <laughs> wow. I like that. What yeah. do you call a factory that makes okay products? I don't know. What? A satisfactory. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let me see if I got any. Oh. Okay. Mm. Jen, do you got any? Yeah. You know, you know My how many? dad jokes are limited. Well... You know how you put four dad elephants <laughs> in a Volkswagen bug? How? You put two in the front seat and two in the back. You mean, you mean two in the trunk? It's logistic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Why do you never see elephants hiding in trees? I feel like we're stuck in elephants. Why? Because they're really good at it. Oh. <laughs> what did the ocean say to the beach? I don't know. Nothing. It just waved. Wow. <laughs> 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 what was that? <laughs> you know how you know if an elephant has been in your refrigerator? Mm-mm. There's a huge, like, uh, elephant... <laughs> Paul print in the butter. Uh, <laughs> that happened the other day. See, no. Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh. What did the zero say to the eight? I don't know. That belt looks good on you. Oh, yeah. belt because it's tight. <laughs> oh yeah, I got it. <laughs> 
Oh, wait, I got a knock knock joke. <laughs> oh, good. Does it include okay. an elephant? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Okay. So you got to start. Knock knock. knock Who's knock. there? Ken. Ken who? The elephant. Ken the elephant. That's pretty good. <laughs> Aren't you supposed to say knock knock? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I wonder why I wasn't working. <laughs> I was trying to figure it out. Oh, we're, we're back boy. to him. Remember that podcast where you got that call? <laughs> we had a lot of wine that podcast. Yeah. Um, oh. More than I have now. Yeah. But yeah, that was fun. Yeah. I mean, the wine was. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Dies talking me into going to. I'm really cool place in Sun Prairie tonight. Nice. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. So the classic dad joke. Did you get your hair cut? <laughs> no, I got them all cut. No, I got them all cut. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a classic? Yep. That is a classic. That's a classic. Is it really? Yeah. I like <laughs> Ken. Yeah. You've never used that line? I, I don't use lines. Really? Use, no. Next time you get your hair coming, elephant jokes are bust. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you you do have a bit of a theme going. Yeah. See, I, I believe. See? In, <laughs> I believe in themes. Okay. Yeah. Why don't, eggs, why don't eggs tell jokes? They're not all that cracked up. But I don't know. Yolks on them? No. Uh, <laughs> they crack each other up. Oh, ah, yeah. Hey, I like the yolks on. Them. Yeah. Well, the yolks on you. Yeah. Anyway, right? Elephant jokes. All right, what what was the best one, guys? What was the best joke? Oh, man, hearing Ken tell a joke. I I like parasites because it just was so paras so fights fluid. so fluid parasites. Yeah, yeah. Your leprechaun joke was pretty good. <laughs> or yep. dad, dad, can you put my how is this one here? Dad, can you put my shoes on? No, I don't think they'll fit me. <laughs> Got it. I sound old. <laughs> Ken's somewhere else. He's like, I'm looking for elephants over here in the corner. I zoned out a little bit. <laughs> at least he's honest. Maybe, wine maybe, we, yeah, maybe we should just call Katie. Yeah. Ken, what kind of car does an egg drive? Uh, maybe call and ask. The Yolk's wagon. Yolk's wagon. Oh, yeah. there you go. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh. How do you make seven even? Take away the S. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to write that one off for you, Ken? Yes. <laughs> oh. That one in the uh, belt. I have to write those off for you. Hey, Matt. Yeah. Do you know the difference between wallpaper and toilet paper? You can only wipe with one of them. <laughs> do you know the difference? No. That's gross. <laughs> That's a dead joke. That's a dead joke. <laughs> Why do math books look so sad? Because of all of its problems. Mm. That's pretty good. I don't trust stairs. They're always up to something. <laughs> or down. You guys have a lot of these jokes. I tell you. What kind of shoes do ninjas wear? I don't know. Sneakers. <laughs> Why do dogs float? Because they're good boys. <laughs> <laughs> you know how to catch a unique rabbit? 
No. Use an elephant. Mm. You need cup on them. <laughs> <laughs> how, do, how does a penguin build its house? I don't know. It glues it together. <laughs> it glues. It glues. It glues. Anyway. I'm like, is anyone still there? <laughs> <laughs> Are All right. you still with us? I used to be addicted to soap. Oh. Now I'm clean. <laughs> wah, wah. That was my hokey pokey joke. <laughs> <laughs> Jen, we, you, you need to declare a winner, otherwise this will never end. Uh, mm. Ken. <laughs> what? I, I think it's <laughs> I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bill, Bill was a very close second. I had a lot of straight dad jokes. He had an actual joke with narration. That's not fair. Elephants, yeah. yeah. Elephants, yeah. Yeah. I stay away from all the rest of them. I mean, the a couple of his were really, really good. They were. And then there was a few that were. <laughs> we're not counting those. <laughs> Congrats, Ken. My yeah. feelers are hurt. My <laughs> feelers. <laughs> You're so good. Just have wine later. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, should we call anybody? Yeah, I did uh, send a little something something over to Jacob. So we need to know who's what. What are we going to do on this prank call if this person answers? We call, are we calling Katie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember? Go get it, Ken. I got her. Is she a realtor her. in Houston? I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's look up Zillow on real. On, uh, there you go. Oh, uh, Bill, maybe give Ken your phone and look up a Zillow, look up for a property on Houston. Yeah, look up a, a big one. Houston property. Mm-hmm. And you're going to need to put your cattle or something on it. All right, so. Texas. Do you have her new number? Yeah, I sent it to Jacob. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Hmm. Who you got to come up with your character? There it is, nine gauge court in Houston, five point seven million. That's the number you sent. Oh, I there's one I'll for sixteen million. That's the number. That's the number. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, it's in Houston. Here, yeah, Jacob. D- I'm gonna send you. All right, send Jacob the new number. Oh, you got another one. That's yeah, the one that's the, her new cell phone. Oh. I All could right. call her her Zillow number. Just send. Just call this number. Okay, give it to him. You got the address? Well, no, just send it to him. He's got the address. Text me it. That's what I was oh. trying to do, but Uh-oh. Matt's having me handwrite it. Because being quiet is really good on a podcast. Oh, two. So how about them bangles? <laughs> bangles are awesome, man. I love Joe Burrows. It's a Joe Burrows is a great story, man. man he really is. Kidding. I want Stafford to win. I, li- I mean, I oh, think yeah. it's a win-win Super Bowl. I love Stafford. I love what he went through with his wife. I love Jer Burrow, underdog. Love all that. I just don't know if you can keep Arnold off him. That's going to be tough. Donald? All right, got your story made up here? Cowboy Ken? Here's your address. Uh, Should he be a cowboy? Or that one? I should go. Whichever one you want. Whichever one you want. Hmm. I was going to give it too much fun. Hmm. What's the address? Pick one and pick one and talk about it. Okay. Might as well go with this one over here. Yeah, five it's a little more. Okay. It's a little more you. And she won't be so you know. Gotcha. All right, you're gonna have to not sound like you can. Can you do it? 
That's going to be tricky. I think he can do it. You can do it. Yeah. You can do it. Don't sound like that. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Sound like a highfalutin guy from you New so, York or something. Yeah, Hi. you sound like, uh, yeah, from some coasty coming into yeah. Texas. Hi. Hi. I'm just Tom Funk. That's a terrible <laughs> hair look. I think, I think that it's going to be funny. All right. <laughs> Go ahead, kid. You got this? I'm I gonna, think it's going to be hilarious. Are you ready? Uh, how do I know when I'm on? You'll hear it. You'll you'll hear it. You'll and hear then the just ringing. ask about the house. Yep. Okay. It's like you're having a phone call right through the, the podcast. Mm-hmm. Be good. You ready? Born. <laughs> Born. <laughs> Unintentionally hilarious. <laughs> okay, we all have to be quiet though. Yep. Hello, this is Katie. It, hello, is this? Hello, uh, is this? Hello, who is this? <laughs> I hung up. There is some weird feedback going yeah, on. Yeah, that's a lot of static. It, could it? Maybe. I'm gonna call again. I'm gonna call again. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> something was going on there. It's ding dong. Just say ditch. Some, something happened to your phone. Just say, just, just yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Who did I call? Eight four seven. Does she know that I'm calling her? No, it's, it's prank calling. No, you know what I mean. Like, Mm-mm. no, you're just calling about a house. It, like her company. Just say you, you found it online. Hello, this is Katie. Uh, hello, hello. Is uh, it's just a realtor? I'm I'm trying to call on a property on Zillow. Yeah, this is a realtor. Are you calling about a property in the Houston, Texas area? Yes. Uh, yeah. My name's Tom Funk, and I I'm moving in. I'm not in Houston now, but uh, I, I'm okay. Is so? Do you um? Do you represent properties, or how's that work? Hello. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I can help you out. Okay. I, I yeah, I'm looking at this property. It's at nine gauge. Are you calling? It's what now? It's at nine gauge court in Houston. Okay, let me look this up for you real quick. Are you calling from Madison, Wisconsin? I don't think I'm calling from Madison. Uh, I have a prosthetics company in New in New Mexico, and I sold it, and I'm moving down to Houston, and uh, that's where I was born and raised, and I see this one property. I'd like to go see it. You said nine-gauge court? Yeah, yes, ma'am. How do you spell gauge? Uh, G-A-G-E. Court. Okay. Okay. And you said that's in Houston. Yes, ma'am. 
That's so funny because your number your number showed up for me as if you were calling from Madison, Wisconsin, which is where I used to live. So I thought that was really funny. But you said you're in you're in where now? New Mexico. New Mexico. Okay, interesting. Well, I tell you what, this num this um, address is not pulling up for me. But let me search it on Zillow real quick and see what I can find for you. Okay. Okay, that that sounds good. So are you still in um, New Mexico right now and you're looking to maybe make a move? Yeah, I'm in uh, Texas? Yeah, Gallup, New Mexico. And uh, yeah, we okay. but we we have finalized our deal. We're moving back in and uh, we saw this property. We thought it looks awful nice. It's got a swim pool and uh, yeah, I, I I think that'd be really good. We're gonna be coming in probably uh, this weekend and I just wanted to see if I could could uh, find out more about this property. Okay. Sure. Let's get your showing set up then. What day works best for you this weekend? Uh, probably Saturday uh, mid afternoon. Uh, but the question I okay. I have, if you could, if you can figure this out for me, I want something that's close to people. Because one thing I don't like is be real far away from lots of people. I want to be. I want neighbors. Uh, but I'll, I'll you also, want neighbors, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're very social. Okay. Yeah, we can we can make sure you get in a neighborhood with some people nearby for sure. Do you have any kids or anything? We got about six kids. Uh, two are staying back in in New Mexico, but the other four they like to do. Well, one runs a haberdashery. So he's really in the hats, and uh, that's another thing we love about this place. It looks like it's got plenty of room for lots of hats, and uh, we also hats. Uh, hats. I'm a, yeah, he runs a haberdashery, but he's really big into like the whole Houston thing. Like he loves. Oh, I've never heard of that before. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he his his specialty is Stetsons, and so what he'll do with the Stetson hats is he will he'll make them for all kinds of different uh, livestock. Like you can, oh, uh, I mean, if you got some Longhorns, he can make them so special. Suzanne, they sit right on top of the head. <laughs> I'm serious. Is, oh man! Yeah, yeah. He's killing me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, oh, he, oh, All yeah. Right. And uh, so, no, my, well, my, sometimes I like to walk on my hands. You know, sometimes I like to when I'm at the office. Sometimes I'll just like start doing a handstand and walk around. Can they make hats? That would stay on for that? No. <laughs> no, no. I no hats just normal hats that people wear, you know. Well what if I had some velcro or something inserted in that, you know, like so that I could walk on my hands and my hat would stay on? I don't know that my son would be happy with you bastardizing his hats. <laughs> You know how you so figured out, right? Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah. You guys have me on the podcast yeah. right now. Uh, <laughs> you know who you know, called, right? You know who you know who called, right? Uh, yeah, Ken had his maiden voyage on the podcast, and he had a little vendetta. <laughs> <laughs> That was like, what'd you call it? A haberdashery? <laughs> yeah, that's real. Haberdashery. So I knew that something was off because I was like, okay, they're coming from Madison. Something <laughs> is off here. 
That was so a then, mistake. when I looked oh. up the the property, when, <laughs> when I looked up the property, it's like <laughs> it's like the most expensive house. It wasn't five, yeah, five point seven million. <laughs> we like, picked a good I'm one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay. So then I googled the number, right? And I was like, home team for you. Oh, home team for you. I drive up. Is the, uh, oh no. Oh, man. <laughs> You guys wish that you could crank call as good as me. Like I could have kept going. I was about to, I was about to say Bella needed a hat. I was going to say my husband needed an XL sombrero. I was ready for it. No, just wait. You're going to get a call on that property that's five point seven million. <laughs> yep, and you're going right. to totally know. know it. That's what. Well, that's why I wanted to check before I said anything funny because I'm like, if this is such a real lead, I'm about to sell a six million dollars. Uh, <laughs> so, anyways, who's who's there? You have Ken and Bill Jen Grindy. and Matt, and who else? Bill Grindy. Oh, Bill Grindy. Hi, Katie. Okay. Well, hello, everyone. Yes, we miss you, we lady. Miss you. Don't prank call somebody else now. Yeah. You got to do Star 67. Didn't, didn't you guys yeah. live in the early 2000s? Uh, yeah. Who made that call? I should have taken my number off the pie drive up. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought I was. I thought I was being sneaky because I used my funny. my Google voice number, so it was like a random area code. Oh. I don't even know how it got six zero eight. Oh wow! Yeah, huh. I was trying to hide it. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh. Well, we'll we'll do better next uh, time. Okay, now I'm going to have to be waiting for like a fake yeah. call to come through. Who else, who I else did you crank call? I just have to be call? at the office making calls too. So that's so funny. You crank called somebody else. Who, who else, else did you Ken? crank call? No, no you, you call. crank called somebody um, else. It was Ken. No, it was Brendan. Brendan. Oh, oh yeah. poor Brendan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks that for playing like along. Yes. week. Oh. Yes. Okay. Have a good day, guys. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we miss you, Katie. Yep. Katie. Okay. Bye. Bye. All right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, Ken. You, you were that was funny. I knew we were. Uh, the jig was up, and she said, "Well, this says Madison." <clears throat> I know. I did too. Should have said your son lives in Madison and he runs your plan. It's weird because yeah. the zip code's like five seven three or something. So like, oh, I was like how weird. did that? How's that possible? Isn't that Missouri? I don't know. It's just a random. I think it's actually funny. She Googled Google it thing. while talking to Ken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The hat of dashery and the uh, putting the hats on the longhorn. That is unreal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's St. Louis, Missouri. <clears throat> oh, that oh. was pretty funny, Ken. Well, well. That was impressive. Mm-hmm. Next time. <laughs> Next victim. Yeah, yeah. That'll be well. fun. Uh. Well, now you guys are even. We'll call it even. I'd she's like, you're in Houston? She, yeah, but she wasn't on vacation. Well, I mean, she's in Texas. <laughs> she's in. She's somewhere warm. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh. That's pretty good. All right. What else we got? That was some good stuff. Well, we have um, a situation that I wanted to talk about that happened, gosh, I don't know how many years ago. Um, so what do you do? If you have a seller and or what happens and the seller's having money problems and then they decide that they're going to turn off their furnace to save money in November. In Wisconsin. In Wisconsin. Did they move out? Oh, yeah. Totally vacant property. And uh, they have turned off the furnace. So you would, before you leave, I think you would have to get... 
homeowner's insurance for a vacant property versus uh, an occupied, occupied company or uh, policy because vacant you never know what's going to happen plumbing issues electrical issues and nobody's home to, mm-hmm. to solve them so the premium is going to be higher in a vacant property so if he left without changing in his homeowners then he's probably sol is what i would assume mm-hmm. so let's just assume he didn't change his <laughs> homeowners insurance mm-hmm. well then i think he is in a world of hurt changing out frozen pipes and what happens when pipes, pipes freeze yeah so in like they're gonna bust. They're yeah, gonna if bust. people actually want to turn off their furnace and they want to save costs, then they have to winterize their property, right? right? So yes. they need to have a company come in and blow out all the pipes. Well, this person didn't, Oops. and um, we didn't realize it. He didn't tell us. No other agents who went through the property indicated, "Wow, it's really cold in here." Oh boy. So then uh, Matt and I, we were on the team trip at the time. We were in Mexico, and we got a call from an agent stating that they opened the door and water was pouring out. And uh, initially your head goes to, since we have, we've dealt with a lot of properties that have had kind of issues and things like don't go in because there's electric and things like that on and you don't want to get zapped and get fried. (laughs) So uh, we're in Mexico trying to figure this all out, but it ended up that the, uh, utility companies came over and uh, were able to disconnect everything, but the pipes had blown up everywhere. All of the wood, all of the cabinets, all of not all of the drywall, but most of the drywall all had to be ripped out of this property because this fellow was trying to save money. What that cost him? Well, mm-hmm. this that's not a great... <laughs> Well, I guess it's an interesting part of the story. He was also doing a short sale because he didn't have any funds. So he ended up, we had to go to the bank and say, hey, bank, this is what happened. And the bank said, call your insurance company. Insurance company said, this is negligence. Mm -hmm. We're not covering this. Mm -hmm. So it ended up that uh, the bank that held the note for the short sale gave him, the owner, an extra note, an unsecured note to be able to make all the repairs. And then we were able to sell the property, but he basically stole the property and ended up with a $40,000 note that he had to pay back. That sucks. Oops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's words of wisdom when you vacate the property? Don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to have a vacant property, for sure check in with your insurance mm-hmm. and see if you need to get some kind of, you know, vacant property insurance. Also, do not turn off your furnace. Yes. As you were talking, I was actually checking our thermostat at the our <laughs> vacation property up north. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But after that happened, every time it gets to be fall and we have vacant properties, I would always send out a message that was like, be sure to check your um, furnaces and your vacant properties mm-hmm. because that's a terrible surprise. And for whatever reason, some people don't think about it. Well, and that's also good advice, what Bill said. Uh, Make sure that you uh, look at your policy and Mm -hmm. and change that up so that it covers a vacant place. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Yeah, because it's a lot more expensive to have the vacant policy insurance, It's not even just the vacant property. It's non-owner-occupied. Like in our case, the insurance is higher on the place up north. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's been instances when I've, I've worked from home kind of for the last three years, and we've had water leaks like 
if we were gone for a week, <clears throat> I've had my my water line in, for my kitchen refrigerator, mm-hmm. and if I wasn't home to notice, and if I was gone for two, three weeks or what, however long you go to your cabin, it would have been detrimental, but I was able to, you know, shut off the water and fix it, but yeah. A lot of times if we're gone a long time from the place up north, we'll actually turn off the heat, turn off the water to the property and then open the utility sink in the basement and let all the water drain back down. Right. That makes sense. I, I mean, unless it gets super cold and cracks a toilet, you know, then you're probably okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to ask you, the, the, old, uh, the old wives' tale of if you leave a little drip or a certain amount going. Yeah, I've heard that before. Does but is that a real thing or is that just something that I've heard that that works in old houses that like, cause it keeps it, keeps it going and then it doesn't freeze. But I don't think that's foolproof. Are you talking and about a cauterize itself? Like you, no, no, it, it, it keeps the water, keeps it water, keeps the water, oh. like the drip keeps the water gotcha. moving through uh-huh. the pipes. Okay, I thought uh-huh. you meant and then I've also seen itself. people that would put, uh, like they would know that they had a certain pipe that would freeze. So they would be putting towels and wrapping them up and things. So if you see that in really old houses, they've mm-hmm. probably had problems with those pipes. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, does it, you know, if you turn off the wire to your house and you you just run all the faucets until they're out, doesn't that pretty well insulate you from... It should. That's why I turn the water off in the basement, then the utility sink, which is in the basement, and then the bathtub and sink in the basement, I'll turn all the basement stuff on yeah. and let it drain down. I think when the plumbers do it, they probably blow they it put, out somehow. Well, they put antifreeze in. Yeah. Yep. That's why the toilets are pink. Mm-hmm. Or blue. Just blue. like the elephants. <laughs> 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 got to have all that good stuff. I got a fun water leak story if you want to hear it. Yes. How I almost died. Those are my favorite. How, you, How you, almost you almost died? died? I did. Yeah. Is, this a, better. is this a dad water leak story? I, well, I was <laughs> a father when my water was leaking. So, yes. so your water broke as a father? <laughs> mm-hmm. It did. It really did. Anyway, it was like two years ago. Um, middle of summer. It was like June, July maybe. Um, I woke up. It was like 6 a.m. And my ceiling fan in my bedroom just turned really bright. The, the light turned on and the ceiling fan started. By itself? Really, yeah, by itself. And the ceiling fan Lucky. started going really, 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 really fast. And then I started to smell something. I was like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> and so I run downstairs. And as I'm running downstairs, like my washer water line had leaked. And it was dripping down to my basement and right above my, in my basement above my washer is my electric panel. (sighs) And so the washer was leaking water onto the electric panel. And then when I was going downstairs, the washer line burst. And so gallons and washer lines, if you've never seen one burst, there is gallons and gallons and gallons of water coming out of that thing in seconds. So anyway, it all leaked down into the basement. All my lights in my house was going berserk it was bright as the sun and i go down in the basement and there's standing water in my basement right above my electric panel uh-huh. while the water's cascading uh-huh. down my electric panel and i reached in there and i hit the main shut off <laughs> while i'm standing in water <laughs> while water's dripping <laughs> over dripping the electric the panel. panel and then i turned it all off and yeah i should have been electrocuted or something should have happened but yeah it was you talk about an insurance claim that was that was a good one and then so yeah, my wife and kids were sitting in my neighbor's driveway just because the house smelled like smoke. It smelled like it was burning down. Electrical smell. Yeah, it was something else. Insurance claim was was large, but uh, yeah, I mean, if we weren't home then, oh my god, that would have been a total loss on the house completely. So it would have burned down and flooded at the same time. <laughs> oh 
good. That <laughs> I'm like that's that's quite the feat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I flooded anyway. and burned it down. So I hate water. So when you guys talk about water, it's it's personal to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel that. Yeah. That's like Jaws three. <laughs> what? Yeah, there was no yeah. electrical panels. Jaws three. <laughs> the one with the elephants? <laughs> no, he bit no. into the he bit into the cable, the electrical uh, cable. Yeah, no, so that's that's that. two. That's two. But the third one now it's personal. <laughs> Remember that? No. That was the t- was that yeah. the 3D one? I think so. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah. Oh, it was, yeah, the best. What was the? Isn't it just through the one where he was in the? Wasn't there like a aquarium or something? Was that three? I don't recall. Okay, are you sure you're not thinking of the? Let's ocean? go back to what? Okay, let's go back to association. How are you associating this? <laughs> well, because because I made a Bill, per, it's Bill personal. said it was oh, it's personal, personal. Yeah. water and you know water jaws and, jaws three and now it's yeah. personal, <laughs> yeah. It all relates. All right, gotcha. There's no coincidence. Anywho, there's no elephants in that story. Mm-hmm. All right, so <laughs> sounds like a challenge. Yeah, there's a challenge there. Uh, Ken, what are you telling people that are um, asking you about rates going up? Punt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I tell them uh, my personal. Uh, history with owning real estate and um the rates seriously it's all relative i it the greatest gains i've ever made with owning real estate have occurred with much higher rates than what we have now in fact one of the better deals i ever uh was involved in was had a land contract and that was a rural farm uh situation but the interest rate we were paying uh, to the owner for that um, was considerably higher, but we turned around and what we were able to sell it for uh, it made that more than negligible. So, um, you know, it has a, a short-term effect on things, um, but boy, in this environment, when you have such pent-up demand for properties, uh, the rates going up, you know. They might have an effect, but it's not going to be as huge as everybody. It's not the boogeyman everybody thinks it is. Mm-hmm. Sure. Bill, I, when you're talking to a seller about yeah. rates, what do you do? So I'm the opposite of Ken. Like I make this kind of like a big deal just because it turns the later into sooner or into now. Um, and I just brought this up with a seller a week ago. Like He was an older guy, so he likes to talk about government. I told him the rates are going up three times this year. Um, actually, I think they just went up in January here, if I just saw that. Um, and he was really interested. It perked his ears. And I said, every time the rates go up, the buyer's purchase power goes down every single time. I said, that means your home value, in theory, is going to go down with each federal rate increase. And he was like, yeah, I understand that. And with buyers, I, I just flipped the script. I said, you know, the longer you wait on finding pre-approval or finding an interest rate and locking one in, it's the less power you're going to have to buy your home. And it's working so far. I mean, I, I bring that up. I bring up the rate increase quite a bit, actually, because I'm comfortable talking about it, and it relates well to buyers and to sellers, just like, hey, do something now because rates are going up. So, yeah, I relate to both of you because I know with Ken, Matt and I, we were in a market where we were selling property. It was 8.25, you know, in the sevens was very normal. So real estate still functions with higher interest rates, but I a hundred percent agree with Bill. It does make it so that you are paying more, getting less. 
and can you know your more monthly mortgage payment is higher than you thought you're getting less of the property so i mean it definitely does have an effect but over the overall you know we're still going to be able to function right we'll be okay yeah yeah i i just want to make sure that when people and 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 i agree 100 percent with you uh from the perspective of people wanting to buy, um, I just don't want them to be scared. Oh, no. no. Uh, you know, it... it it's I, not I a just scare tactic. It's an educational tactic. I mean, most of them are first-time home buyers, so they are pinching pennies. They're looking at the dollar amount of their mortgage every point that thing it drops or goes up. And so it's just an educational piece to me. It's just like, hey, this is happening. Here's what it's going to do for you. Don't freak out. You're still going to be able to buy a house. But it's just you're going to be able to buy a little bit less house every time it goes up. Mm -hmm. It definitely matters more to the first timers, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, because they don't have that equity cushion. You know, they're selling something and then buying something, right? Mm. All the things. Mm -hmm. mm. All right, where are we for time? I have eight what? minutes. You have eight minutes? <laughs> Got to get kids. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, very good. Well, then let's uh, just talk about the hybrid appraisal model. Did anybody have any interest in chatting about that? Um, I read an article on it. Um, it looks like they're going more towards from in-person appraisals to desktop appraisals. Is that accurate? And they're being able to use the data of the city and from... Um, comparable homes i believe as well to pool their data that they don't even have to go into the home or that the buyer's agent can like video tour with the inspector mm -hmm. and the appraisal appraiser can see inside the home and so they can answer their own questions and do some sonar stuff to get square footage and things of that nature. So, I mean, it, it sounds really interesting. It sounds like the wave of the future of technology, LIDAR. I think it was LIDAR, radiology. Yeah. I think one of the things for our listeners that they may not understand is that currently in a real estate transaction, the appraisal piece is one of the pieces that takes the longest amount of time mm -hmm. because we have to have a person go out and physically look at the property. And due to what happened back when they're, um, you know, 2006 to 2009, when all the appraisals were way too high and the values weren't there, appraisers are, uh, like lenders can't just pick which appraiser they have. They have to have like appraiser decks and it has, it's this all very um, scrutinized process. So if they can take that process and put some technology behind it and be able to uh, streamline. streamline it, I mean, you'd be able to, buy a house much faster because i mean the part of the mortgage process that takes the longest is the appraisal mm -hmm. I mean, we have to figure at least an extra two weeks so if they could figure out a way to do that that would be amazing yeah it'd be nice that made me very happy that they're thinking about it because i mean when appraisers get busy we as agents we're really held handicap mm -hmm. or hostage excuse me because it's just like help and did they say Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac were going to start approving that in, what, 2023 maybe? Yeah, they're, they're thinking about trying to get it all to go through. Mm -hmm. So, and, But right now there are already you know, loan programs where it'll go through the desktop underwriting and it's just like, all right, this is a really strong area, it's good, You're, right. you don't need an appraisal. But back when 
um, the market crashed, they were doing that as well. So there was a, a lot of times there weren't actually appraisals. So I think they're scared to trust technology. So, but I think we need to trust it a little more. What do you think, Matt? I think it wasn't necessarily technology back then. It was just the, they didn't have that technology. Not enough technology. It was right. old. And right now the appraisers are just manually and hand measuring all these properties. And if they can make that more of a streamlined process, that definitely make a difference. Well, LIDAR is new. I mean, LIDAR, yeah, LIDAR itself, LIDAR, it's, it's, I mean, it's breathtaking. And I wonder if they're to charge more for the LIDAR appraisals does. now. I don't know. That. Yeah, I don't know. And I don't know who is using the LIDAR. Is the inspector using the LIDAR? Is the appraisal? Can you do LIDAR from your desk? I, d I don't know that answer. Because I've all I've only ever seen is LIDAR in a machine, like combing, like for underneath. I wonder if they have to attach to a drone or something to get the top view. I don't know how it works. I'd be interested to find out because LIDAR is cool. Yeah. It's built into iPads now. Really? Yeah. The iPad Pros have LIDAR. Oh, man. Yeah. So maybe you walk through with an iPad and just scan the walls. Holy cow. Yeah, because the house that we were um, dealing with on a purchase, and no appraiser wanted to touch it because none of the, it was not square. <laughs> and they have to, like, measure. They've got all of their software. and it's, There was no, they were all right corners. Yeah, and it was just a disaster. It's like, well, this is why everybody's turning it down because you can't measure this property accurately. Huh. So if you have a problem where no appraiser wants to touch a property, that's probably why. Hmm. All the fun things you learn. <laughs> it's not easy. Give it to somebody else. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, it sounds like Bill's got to go get some kids. So we probably got to get it wrapped up, huh? Tell him some dad jokes. Yeah, tell him some <laughs> dad jokes. They've heard all my dad jokes. Not Ken's. <laughs> not Ken's mm -hmm. elephant jokes. You got to tell him some elephant jokes and the leprechaun joke. The one I tell the most is I, I tell a lot of cop jokes. Oh no! But I, but I think I'll I'll give it a rest. <laughs> Thank oh! you. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good yeah. way to end it. Yeah, all right. mm -hmm. uh, that's a good one. <laughs> it's a walk off. Yeah. Okay. I'm drunk. Hey, if hey. you're looking for dad jokes, buying or selling real estate, or anything in between, want to know more about elephants? <laughs> go to Home Team, the number four, the letter U. dot com. Or call Ken. Or call Ken. Bell. See you next time. Kenny has that. That was fun. <laughs> well, that was a good old time. That was a rip roaring time. Cut. <laughs> and cut. And cut.